Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello everyone, it's Sue Kennedy here from the Author Academy and I am your resident book coach on the Full of Words podcast and with me today I have CJ who's the resident copywriter. Welcome CJ. Hello, how are you? I'm good, very good, thank you. So today we're going to keep interviewing CJ because we discussed last time in the last episode we were talking about LinkedIn and the profile and why you should use LinkedIn, etc. So today we're going to do part two, where we're going to talk more about how to make LinkedIn work well for you. So thank you again, CJ, for sharing this amazing information with us and over to you. So Hmm. how do we make LinkedIn work well for us? Yeah, my pleasure. Well, thanks, Sue. Well, I think it's important to think about, if you listen to the last podcast, we've set it up. We've created a great headline. We've created a summary and about says what you do, what you're looking for, what you want. But you can't just sit there and let it come to you. Like anything in life, (laughs) action is rewarded. But LinkedIn is really good for actually interacting as well. If you go and like somebody's post, you can actually celebrate on on LinkedIn, which I like, the little hand clap. And that shows on your profile. So the first thing I guess I want to say is interaction is re- and engagement in LinkedIn is really important. So again, you've got to consider this is not a social media exercise. You are creating a brand and creating a personality, I guess, for your LinkedIn profile. So whether that be that you are a woman in business and you're celebrating other women in business or you're, if say for me, I've got a lot of copywriters, friends on LinkedIn, and if they put up something that I think is very valuable and I'll put celebrate or love that because it's helping spread the word about copywriting. But essentially what you want to do is engage with people. So once you've got, I guess if I take a step back before the engagement, if we go to what is important to get right on your profile. So you want to make it look as good as it can. You want to have a good professional photo or clear photo. It doesn't have to be necessarily professional, but clear headshot so you can see who you are. You've got your headline, you've got your summary sorted out, and you've got your achievements and your results and things on there. Then you want to go and build a network. So You'll notice on LinkedIn, you can go and connect with people and you can also follow pages. So that's a different action. It's just like following that business. Connecting is actually literally like friend requesting, I suppose you'd call it with somebody. So I think in that sense, really starting off is thinking about who it is you're on there for. Is it other businesses? Are you looking for clients or are you looking for work? And are you looking to create a profile for your employer, your future employer to see and to value? Okay. So how do we approach LinkedIn? How do we find those people to connect with and make it actually work really well for us? Well, yeah, here's another way, I guess, to look at it is what they call curation of your list. I do have a lot of copywriters on mine. Sometimes that's not actually valuable to have people in your industry because if you're business, you're not generally going to get work from them. So specifically, I'm talking solopreneurs, you're sort of in competition in a way, but it's still your choice entirely, I think, is, is the way to put it. I'm quite happy to celebrate other people's work and still sometimes you can create collaborations with other people in your industry. 
you want to go where you're going to get the work from. So if you're an employee looking for work in a particular industry, you can literally just go into the top search bar and search for businesses in that industry or positions perhaps in the company. So bookkeeping came to mind, but that's not more like accountant, chief financial officer. You can search in a region as well. So you can search in certain locations if you are looking for work that you know you need to be in a certain location for, or if you're looking for remote work. So I would start with that. You can start with searching for companies through the search bar, connecting with them, liking and interacting with posts if you have something valuable to say. It's really important to add something to the conversation because a lot of what happens on LinkedIn is conversations. You can say, oh, that was a great post, but also I really enjoyed that bit because of this and then get a conversation going about what it was. So again, I'm keeping seeing that visual networking thing. Every interaction you're doing is like stopping in for a conversation and saying to someone, oh, that was really interesting. Let's talk more about that. So by doing that, it does what I guess Facebook used to do. It shows everything that you interact on your homepage. Mm. So if you've liked something, commented, it will show up. And then in that way, you're creating a persona that's spreading information about what you're interested in. So then other people come to look at your profile and they go, oh, that is interesting. So step is going to be creating your own content. So getting your own posts and your own information out there. Now, that's a step where I think sometimes people suddenly go, oh, I can't do that. But that is one of the best ways to create your own brand personality on LinkedIn and to draw people into you is to create content on there. Right. Okay. And so how often should we post content on LinkedIn? (laughs) That's a good question, Sue. I think it's like if I said the reality, you should post really fast in short bursts and then forget about it for three months. (laughs) Because that's what happens, right? But yeah, it does happen. Yeah. But if you put it into your marketing strategy and you say, right, I'm going to do it weekly, fortnightly, I personally don't think it matters how often you do it, just that you do it. So, and I guess when I'm saying how often, if it's once a month, that is probably okay, but it probably is better to be more recent. The reason being is that people then know that you're current, you've got relevant, updated, you're actually active on there. So I'd probably say if you can do twice, once a fortnight, that would be really good. And look, it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be really long. It can just be a post about something that you're doing or something you've heard in the industry that you think might start a conversation or even just ask a question. That can be a really simple way of Mm. engagement. Yeah, is think of something that's topical in your industry or your business arena and ask that question with a funky little Canva graphic that you've mocked up, which takes five minutes and just see what engagement you get. Yeah, no, that's great advice. And yeah, and I've always thought and said to people that don't overwhelm yourself. Like Mm. if you just start, like at least if start, and even if you do it once a month, and then as you get into the habit of more so, then you can increase that to fortnightly and then hopefully weekly. But I suppose a lot of people are also like, oh, I can't create that. That's all just way too hard. (laughs) But that's where you come along. You can help with that, can't you? You can help write content for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've created that before with blogs, essentially, where you're a specialist in an area, but you may not be a writer. So you know all about that topic and the ins and outs of it and all the important things. But every time you sit down to write about it, you just can't work out the words to say it that's going to be an engaging way. Yeah, I can help people with that. Absolutely. And often I feel like a a sort of a regular schedule there, a couple of blogs at least to get you going. 
And then you can repurpose those. If you've got a 500 word blog or something like that, a couple of those, there's going to be bits of information that you can pull out and use as a question and refer back to your initial blog. There's so many ways. Even if you can write your own, you'll still find that there are multiple ways to repurpose that content that is interesting. So don't just think, yeah, write one blog and that's it, it's done. So yeah, I can definitely help people with that. If you're an aeronautical engineer and I'm not, I can still write about it. Can you tell me the information that you want people to know and I can write about it for you? Love it. Or we could do mosaicing. Yes, that's right. Yes. (laughs) You're a mosaicer. An underwater basket weaver, perhaps. That's the other one, yes. Very good. (laughs) All these things, yeah, I can write about. Exactly. No, that's right. What also could happen is if you write an article and it's the top 10 tips or whatever, you could actually create 11 articles. So you've got your original and then you write one for each tip as well. That's right, yeah. And I think it's never been that hard for people to work out five tips or whatever in their industry when you sit down and think about it. But my God, is it much easier with AI these days? (laughs) You can get an artificial intelligence program to spit out some points for you and you know using your expertise whether or not they're relevant now the main thing I I still find this funny people are talking about AI and like oh but don't copy it all completely if you were writing a post would you copy and paste directly from Google when you search the information no so it's the same make sure it's right but just use your skills but it's a great prompt it can give you ideas and you can actually go oh that's actually wrong oh I'll just write about that about why that's wrong it's a glorified Google search It is. It really is. I mean, I think this is a bit of a confusion. People think it's artificial intelligence. They're using it. They actually think it's smart, but it's not. It's just pulling stuff from everything that's ever existed on the internet, I believe. But back to our original point, if you use it to create some prompts, top five things to look out for in this industry, it'll give you some ideas and it's a place to start so you can get rid of that blank page. Yeah, no, it is. It's a great way to get prompts. But just as an example on about facts not being correct, I had a friend that actually went into ChatGPT and wanted to create a bio about themselves. And so they said, you know, write a bio about, and they just put their name in there and what they do. And it came back with a whole heap of information. And yeah, some of it was true. But then they came up with all these things that they had never done. So (laughs) we really need to be careful. But yeah, as far as getting prompts and ideas, it's fantastic. Yeah. And I think that it's just another way to help you be active. If we're going back to LinkedIn, social media, whatever, the point of these platforms is to engage with them, not just use them like a static resume. Essentially, if you upload it and you're just not doing anything with it, it's kind of like sending out resumes willy-nilly to to anyone. You're not really targeting. But I've seen amazing results with people who, to me, it doesn't feel new, but people still feel it's a new idea where you're creating your own opportunities, essentially, on these profiles. You put yourself out there as an expert in this. And then because of the information you're sharing, people are attracted to that and so you bring these opportunities to yourself so I really can't stress enough how important it is to have use your profile and use it to interact with people 
Exactly. And it's very always comes back to that no like trust factor too. So once mm. people start to get to know you, so if you start writing all these articles and about you and your business, people start to get to know you by reading all that. And then they start liking what you're doing. And of course, then they start to trust you. And once they go through all those processes, they then will reach out to you. If you resonate for them, they'll reach out to you and just say, well, I want to actually work with you. Yeah. It really, we can't stress enough how important it is. Yeah, it's a really great way for building that strong network around yourself and seeing what other people do, interacting with them is really valuable. Yeah, and having different types of content too. Knowing which content your audience actually like. Is it images, articles, video, or is it a combination of? That's right. One other thing I love about LinkedIn too is that you can get recommendations from people. So it's kind of like a Google review in that you can't fudge it. On your website, you can put a testimonial and you're the one posting it. So I don't think people make these things up, but there is opportunity there. Whereas when you ask for a recommendation, if you've worked with someone, you send them a link, they write what they thought about you and LinkedIn onto your page. So it's a really valuable way you said of the know, like and trust. You can trust, people can trust that those reviews are real and they can then go and look up the person on LinkedIn. I even discovered you can apply for work on LinkedIn as well. It's like you can use your resume like all the way through just to basically rather than saying, I know you're going to look me up on LinkedIn, it's basically here you are. Here's all my details on LinkedIn. So yeah, if you're doing the search, but yeah, that's yeah. Kind of still search anyway. But. That's right. Yeah. But if you've got great recommendations, you've got some articles you've shared, you've got some interaction that goes a long way from, remember we talked about in the last one about sitting there in the interview that you've never met the person, they've never met you. The massive difference that creates in you already getting your foot in the door. Yeah, exactly. It's changed so much. Unbelievable. You just took me back to the little waiting room and remember sitting there with butterflies going oh my goodness and there was other people there and I'm like oh they look better than me they'll probably get the job what am I doing here yeah, it was so different I feel like it was also very much focused on appearance back then too. Like I used to be petrified. Do I've got anything in my teeth, you know, or like it's my nose shiny or whatever. Whereas when that's the only impression you've got to go on, that's it's a challenge perhaps. But now I really hope this kind of getting to know people through this posting and what they're about just removes that element of appearance and do they look the part from it? I don't know. It just made me think how much I used to worry about dick and stuff like that. But just, yeah, how you were dressed. Like I know I'd be sitting there all dressed up and then someone would waltz in in a pair of jeans and be like, what are you thinking? Like, excuse me, you know, like first appearances really matter. Like back then it did anyway. As far as physical appearance, like the way you dress, it sort of was the first impression that an employer got. That's right. Anyway, okay, so have you got anything else that you could add to how we can make LinkedIn work for us? Well, there's a few other tips, but what I might do is put it into a PDF to download from the website. It's just things like you can join groups on LinkedIn and interact in them. You can create a customized URL, which if you don't know the URL is your LinkedIn.com and then the name, rather than when you first set it up, you get this jumble of letters and numbers. That's really simple to do, but as I said, don't want to do a masterclass here, but that's just another way you can show the professionalism and sharing content. Yeah, I think that I really can't stress that enough, sharing valuable content, because people say that our attention spans are shortening. I'm just not sure if it's true that our attention spans are shortening or there's just so much more content to take in these days. 
I agree, but I think if someone is really interested in what you have to offer and it's like really on high on their agenda, they're going to read it. Well, I agree because I do read things that are interesting and that comes back to making that impression. Now you're doing it with words or with images or whatever. So you're telling them straight away what your content is about and then they're going to read it if they're interested or it resonates with them. So we've come around to the idea that we're really making a first impression with our words and our language now rather than our lippy and whether we've got food in our teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Or wearing jeans. Yeah. (laughs) Because everyone's wearing jeans these days when they're on the (laughs) Well, you know, especially on Zoom or on TV, the bottom half is completely different to the top half. You're right. doesn't matter. (laughs) doesn't, so long as we, yeah, make a good impression otherwise. I'll create a couple of, or I've got a couple of, things to download that I'll put the links to about LinkedIn just to get people started. And then, of course, if they want to work further on it or craft some blogs that are going to attract the right people to work with them, then please contact me to talk about it and we can see how we can work together. That's awesome. Thank you so much for all that wonderful insight into LinkedIn. And yes, so for our listeners, please get those downloads that CJ has kindly offered to share with you guys and it will be yeah gold to do that and if you're stuck and go you know what it's all way too hard and I just want CJ to help me and do it all for me then please she does have a link in the show notes as well that you can go and actually sign up for a free session a strategy session where she can help you get started at least yeah do yourself a favor and uh, check it out so Thank you again, CJ. And my pleasure. Thank you, listeners, for joining in. And we'll see you in the next episode of Full of Words. See you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.